0: <laughs> it's the Pat and Jer, show we're now on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube, doesn't matter, no one's listening, but it's my responsibility to let you know. I'm super excited today. We got one of my favorite people in the world, Pat. Just kidding, we got Robin. She's my mom. (laughs) Psycho. (laughs) And she's a super special person. She is an amazing teacher, a reading specialist, uh, an advocate for uh, anything and everything good. She's raised billions of dollars for charity. She's taken care of hundreds of kids uh, by herself out of her own wallet. She's taught over 400,000 people how to read. That's Um, an exaggeration. (laughs) Nope. It's all fact. It, fact, she, fact. She is amazing. So what I want to talk about now, and, and then I guess a little disclaimer, she raised me perfectly. Anything I do that is not uh, deemed good by society is my fault and my fault only. She has nothing to do with it. Uh,
1: all right. So what I want to hear about now,
0: Pat works in local government. She used to be a reading specialist, or she still is a reading specialist, used to be a teacher. What's wrong with schools? Because I don't think schools are too good. I if agree. Robin, if you had to pick one place where schools are the most messed up that need improvement, where would it be? Teachers?
2: No, they don't know how to teach reading.
0: So, so reading teachers need to be improved? or what no, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. Nobody is teaching reading the way it's supposed, to should be taught. In nope. fact, an article came out, I believe today, I'm not sure, in The Economist. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, maybe it wasn't today. I don't know what it was. But um, and, and the, the title of the article is The Reading Wars, American Schools Teach Reading All Wrong. Well, I've been saying that for at least 20 years or certainly when you were in school. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they've been teaching it wrong uh, for many, many years. Um, and I think things have gotten Things were never good, but they've gotten steadily worse, certainly since the 70s. Mm-hmm. And and we're in, in a big pickle now um, because I, I don't know what the answer is. I do know how to teach and oh, I know how to teach kids how to read.
0: Here's my yeah. question. I, I feel like a big reason that people don't know how to read or that reading is taught uh, poorly is because government is in control. And I feel like if there is a little and I know I'm probably on a different side as you two with this, but. I feel like if there's a little bit more school choice, I know that's a bad word these days. I'm not someone like Betsy DeVos, but I do like the idea of having a choice of where you go to school um, might help with some competition and, and improve it. Um, disagree,
2: I disagree.
0: All right, Pat, what do you think?
1: Honestly, man, I I think there needs to be more people who are trained and think like Robin out there because it was the Robins of the world that are the reason why I'm in the business that I'm in because I would not be in politics. I would not be an organizer. I would not, I'm just, I'm going to dust my shoulders off, be as sharp as I am today if I hadn't learned how to read. And mm-hmm. when I first started out, I had a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. And it was a reading specialist like Robin that took me aside, gave me customizable training in reading catered to my interests and the way I understood and perceived the world, and that um, came from your district. <laughs> your district provided that. Uh, my my parents worked with the district. It was a public mm. school, and they worked with the district. They took a uh, very intimate, you know, interest in in my development. And this this teacher uh, who worked for the district had training like Robbins and took special attention to me. And I'm a prodigious reader now. You know Here's- you my house, I love to read.
0: Of course, is that, is that something that uh, can be capably done for every single student?
2: One second, one of the problems, and this is, well, you know, I'm your mother, Yeah. Um, I, I get to talk. Yeah. Um, one of the problems, and again, and this, this goes for school choice as well, is the majority of people, and certainly the majority of parents, and on my estimation, the majority of teachers don't know what they don't know. Mm. And that's a big problem. And, um, and and so when, when you, you start, um, everybody's got an idea. Everybody wants to do it their way. And the fact of the matter remains, there is a way to teach reading that is uh, 100%. And I've been doing it for a very long time. Um, I use a method called Orton-Gillingham, all right? Mm. But it's phonics. And we don't need fancy, schmancy. Um, all right, it, there's another problem, too. Publishing companies mm. uh, publish books. Okay, yeah, and curricula and mm-hmm. districts buy it. And what I have said time and time again was that publishing companies are not in the business of educating, they're in the business of making money.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think
2: there's a conflict of interest there. Um, and if we had well trained teachers, um, there are lots of books out there if, if people can read, you can educate anybody. So that everything. Everything, every answer to everything is in a book somewhere, you gotta find
0: it. That's where I kind of go to school choice though because I feel like if you have school choice you can choose a uh, school that might have a curriculum that you actually enjoy yeah. or, all right. or 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 um, are for. I had to go to a school that I actually didn't like the curriculum. I didn't have a choice though, I had to deal with it. So it, what's, that's what your, am I supposed no. to do?
2: You know something, sometimes you don't get a choice, all right? The fact of the matter remains, and again, in, in my estimation, um, the American dream, all right, is not gold, golden pads, or whatever. It's equal opportunity. It's the mm. opportunity, and in you by having, you're not giving everyone the opportunity. And again, when you have school choice, there are so many people out there who have no clue and they send their kids to a charter school or this or that, and the charter school, especially if it's for profit, all right? They don't know what they're doing either. In fact, there are a lot of private schools that don't know what they're doing. So, and good education and learning how to read is a right. It's not right. a privilege.
0: But, but that's that's kind of where I'm going with saying too, I taught in a very disadvantaged school Those kids had no chance of reading um, at a lot of the schools they were at. Why didn't they have a choice of going to PATH school? If they went to PATH school, they might have actually had the opportunity, which I'm going to go to to Pat real quick, I think goes a little bit into local government taxes and real estate taxes. Should that be changed? Absolutely.
1: Without a doubt. So in in the Pennsylvania State House, there's currently a Democratic uh, piece of (laughs) legislation that is looking to redo the way we fund schools. Good. Mm -hmm. Make it less arbitrary and based off of uh, the the roll of the dice of the zip code that you're born in and make it more distributive. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How you fund schools. That should be in
2: every state. I
1: I also want to use your market uh, theory against you, Jer, and it's going to touch on what Robin brought up when it comes to publishing companies. Mm -hmm. Large Mm -hmm. districts that want to teach a certain way, that inject their own regional politics, into how they teach, say biology, mm-hmm. Uh the publishing company and the way they write their books. Because again, they're for profit, which kind of ties into what Robin said about for-profit education. It, it, the incentivization structure is not about making is a, a giving kids the opportunity to actually learn biology. Instead, it it injects uh, political and market-based. Uh, incentives into the books that they end up being given and so it, if Texas it has been one of the largest school uh, district systems in the country they get to disproportionately affect uh, the content that ends up inside books because publishers are like well I need to cater to this state that buys most of our books and mm-hmm. so politics is hugely influential and how kids end up learning,
2: and there should be some accountability in how that money is spent. How, for example, for example, in a district in Virginia, and it's in the paper, um, they got what was it that PPE money or whatever. Yeah. P-P-P. And one of the things that they did was they bought little medals for their teachers, you know, like good job medals that right. are worth jack. <laughs> yeah. You know, I throw them right in their faces if I were any teacher there um and you know it was sort of like you know we love you medals like the things you get a little birthday party that everybody throws in and then it goes in the in the landfill yeah um, but their administrators and board of education have got cash um hmm. that money needs to be spent money goes to the children what's going to make their education better yep. Period.
1: pat <laughs> one more thing school boards okay <laughs> should be eliminated school boards are a big part of the problem when it comes to how money is spent curriculum that sort of thing it's a political position let me tell you as a person that has been personally involved in school board campaigns over the years I can tell you that there is not enough attention paid to the people that are running for these positions some of them are incredibly great intelligent well-meaning people and others are not so much and mm. so we need to be very careful when we talk about kind of broad generalizations because oftentimes the, the devil's in the details, and it's what are the school boards spending money on? At my great school district, where I was able to learn how to read because of my parents, with a collaboration with a great teacher, there was also a lot of waste of money spending on a, a huge
0: waste assistant uh, to the assistant to the assistant
1: superintendent for yeah, $150,000. Like, $1, know, administrative pay scale is yeah Ridicu- ridiculous I mean it's insane yeah. or spending on one sport over another or mm. a fancy electronic sign that's positioned down the road in order to make announcements or you know
2: and, and like there that. are some states where every single town as in the state I came from um has its own superintendent its own there's so there's so much overlap Mm -hmm. um and it's the same so so you're paying what two hundred thousand dollars whatever it is to every superintendent whether it's a little district a big district a poor district or whatever um it's absolutely insane it's ridiculous
0: maybe maybe we could agree on this before we uh end and this will have to be a continuing conversation because uh i feel like uh, i'm losing and i gotta make it a little bit more (laughs) equal ground (laughs) but uh so perhaps we don't necessarily need more money to spend on education. We need to just spend the money smarter.
2: Much smarter. And, and, and the fact of the matter is good teacher can teach with a pencil and paper. That's all you need. Some books.
0: I agree. What do you think there should be? That's crap. Some, do you think Um, I personally think some teachers not for second grade or anything, I think older grades though, if you're a good teacher, you could handle 50, 60, 70 kids. Uh, do you, are you opposed to that? Or do you, you, um... I think I think that
2: I think I think uh, in high school, I think that's too many. But yes, you you could have sort of um, sort of in the later years of high school by junior and senior year. Absolutely. I think that there should be um, even even 30, 40 kids, maybe lectures. Obviously, that's a lot of papers to mark if you're going to sign mark. you know, very, things very like, very, you know, you've got to, you've got to work, have, work things out. I but, like to think yes. though that
0: there. my model and we'll talk about this more next time because it'll be way too long. But I would like the older grades to have more of an uh, apprenticeships and mentor Agreed. roles, where half your day as an 18 year old or 17 year old should be helping the district and helping C- your peers. Yeah. Uh, you learn more that way, anyway.
2: Certainly by the end of senior year, that yeah. that last half when the kids already, you know, they're they're done, they're in college or whatever, right. they should be out working, be yeah. be you know, student aides, you know, aides in the classroom. Mm-hmm. teaching kids, being friends, whatever. When, There's a lot of things and you can stipend it. That's where a, some money should go. As a especially
0: teacher, in the poor districts. when I had an 11th grader, a 12th grader come into my class for whatever reason, the sixth and seventh graders responded so well. They want to impress the older kids. So Absolutely. literally all you need is their presence and it would be so helpful. Put two or three of the older kids into those classes Hey, you can save money with the senior teachers, right. you can get extra help, don't have to pay the aides in the lower grades. It's it's uh, also and it's, everyone learns more.
2: And it's it's with training, and you're also training them later on to perhaps become parents and better mm-hmm. parents and to understand what their kids are going to need in school. Pa-
1: parenting and, is a lost and, art, but patent. And, and, and listen, and listen, agency, all right. With, whenever with these programs, the biggest thing I'll have to say about these, these, these kind of programs is make sure the kids have agency, both the ones being mentored. And the mentors themselves.
0: Hmm. I agree. Well, I'm glad we could finally come to an agreement. I'm going to cut the show short so we don't have any more disagreement. Robin, you did a phenomenal job. It was
2: Pat, so nice seeing you. Bro. Pat, be on the edge
0: of your chair because you might not be here too much longer. And uh, <laughs> bye. No, okay. I, I like had a, I had a great time.
2: Please like,
0: die. like, subscribe. <laughs> Check us out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube uh comment and you might be a guest too my mom didn't even have to comment I forced her on but if you comment I'll allow you on we want people we like to hear different points of views so please reach out love you all thank you for having uh thank you for listening any last words guys peace peace